The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. This hour is sponsored by There is a Season. You're listening to an encore presentation of an Ask the Expert show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Kirsty Zantini. We're watching the radar right now. If weather breaks, we break in immediately. You're on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. And I'm Dayton's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. You're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend. There is a season Well, good morning and welcome to There is a Season. We are live. This is the Bob and Gloria Show, the show that's all about how we change, how we age, and how we care for one another. I'm Bob Wolf. And I'm Gloria Shanahan. A big hello to you and anyone else who may be sitting aside you listening this morning. We're very pleased and privileged to have you along. 457-1290 is the number to call in today if you would like to share your thoughts or experiences with us. <clears throat> and if you hear us clearing our throats once in a while, it's because we both started sneezing and coughing. <laughs> I was yawning. It could be that, yeah, you, know, you did a little you bit of that too. You were sneezing, so I was calling you sneezy, <clears throat> and I was calling myself drowsy, but you said it's sleepy. It's sleepy. Because we we're talking about the dwarfs. Two of the seven dwarfs in here. So anyway, we'll try to get past all of our own uh, <clears throat> personal throat sounds. Uh, this is, of course, uh, a big weekend for most Americans. For many, it means the unofficial start of summer. Graduations abound, the weather is warmer, lawns need to be cut and cut and cut. In between the rain, the rain, right. and more rain. Right. Which is a good thing. We do, we do need the rain. Uh, there may be a splash in a pool not far off, as a lot of the, uh, the, the local pools will open up here uh, this weekend and next. But the holiday we actually celebrate is profound because of the bloodshed by hundreds of thousands on our behalf. There is no perfect or complete way to convey our gratitude for so many who have fought to preserve our freedom, our way of life, and to defeat tyranny. But we will try this weekend through prayer, music, parades, and dozens of other ways to remember what this is about. So many who listen to this program know firsthand the costs of war in lives lost or horrible injury, and their families and friends also can't help but have been affected by the battles our military has faced around the globe. And certainly it is our hope that you and your family have a moment to remember our fallen, and we particularly urge you to pass along the importance of this memorial holiday to younger people whenever you can. And one thing that I want to point out, Bob, that um, tonight at the Dayton International Airport is a perfect opportunity on this Memorial Day weekend to take your family out, um, say, around 930 um, I think at 10 o'clock, right around 10 o'clock, um, one of our local honor flights, this left very early this morning, is uh, out in D.C. with a uh, group of veterans, and they will be arriving back at the airport. And it's kind of traditional that people show up with signs and posters and clap as they get off the plane and enter. Yeah, and it's a very... It's u- a really... <clears throat> it's an emotional time for a lot, a, of, a lot of It's a wonderful experience. Uh, these trips, very often, at least when we went with Honor Flight some years ago, they were about 22 hours long by the time uh, they start at 3, three or 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Make Non-stop. the trip down there. See all uh, the memorials, <clears throat> spend some time together sharing. Yeah, and if you'd like to learn more about that, just check out Honor Flight Dayton. 
and you can learn more about what uh, what has gone right. on in this region on their behalf and also around the country. Right. As uh, hundreds of flights have gone down yeah. there and thousands and thousands of veterans have had a right. chance to uh, commemorate. Right. But you uh, can go out to service. the airport and uh, wait for them to come through and off the plane, and it's it's something to experience. And we'll be talking more about Memorial Day uh, later on in the program. In fact, we've got a great tip for you later in the show that speaks to Gloria's point about conveying the importance of this holiday. But today we have a program that is it's one of those very basic, down-to-earth, practical shows we do. And the reason we do these kinds of shows periodically is because some some of life's challenges just seem to hit us so forcefully, right? They just knock us over. And we don't always have a plan. We don't always have a handbook for what to do. Um, we, we can't think ahead of every contingency uh, like we're usually trying to encourage you to do. We, we, you know, on this show, we talk a lot about life change and aging and care and plans you can try to put in place to deal with some of this. But sometimes you can't. Um, so we apologize in advance if today sounds too textbook or, or instructional, but we are going to make this a very practical show uh, about an important topic. Right. And Bob, as you know, we do these shows in response to some of the most common questions that we hear just in our circles. And one of the most troubling questions that people ask in life has to do with death. I like to say passing on, but when, you know, when we do die, when we pass on, what do you do when somebody dies? What do I do? Where do I start? How can I even think straight when this has happened? And longtime listeners to the program will know we have now and again talked about that there is a season legacy file, and we have been working on a revision for you uh, of that document for some time now, and uh, we're trying to tweak it and make it even better than it was or than it is. <clears throat> it's, a, it's a comprehensive checklist of things that you or your loved ones should be doing as you age, but particularly near the end of someone's life. Hence the name Legacy File. However, today we offer another similar take on the Legacy File with a few other really helpful tips. It comes from uh, a company called Choice Mutual, and it was written by Anthony Martin. And it's called From Probate to Social Media, What to Do When Somebody Dies. And there's a lot of good stuff in here. So we invite you to listen because this comes up all the time. Right. So upon the death of a loved one, you may, of course, feel grief, pain, regret, anger, or maybe a combination of all of them. Oftentimes, these emotions temporarily recede once you realize that you have no clue what to do next. So it therefore begs the question, what do you do when someone dies? Now, this is a big question that everyone, Bob, must answer, right? You know, today we're going to try to answer it so that you will know exactly what to do when someone dies, from what to say, how to say what, you know, you're going to say, and how to deal with their estate. We're going to touch on all of it. And truth be told, there are matters um, to tend to for sure when a loved one dies. So with a combination of planning and effort, you can get everything done in a timely manner so that then you can focus on, well, the most important thing, which is remembering the loved one who has passed on. Right, right. And, and this is what we mean. I mean, you know, we're talking about Memorial Day today. So we have a national holiday to remember those who have gone before us here and, and died for our country. Uh, but in all of our lives, we'd like to be able to have a time for grieving, certainly, but to be able to have a memorial for the people who have passed on in our own lives. 
Amidst all of that, though, there's still some of these things you just got to do, you know, some of these nuts and bolts kind of activities in in the course of all of that. Yeah. And we want to make it easier so that you can have some time then to step back. Unfortunately, sometimes it's not until after the person has passed weeks or months later. But we're going to try to make it easier for you in the midst of it all, of all the things you've got to do. And if you're, if it's somebody, uh, if it's your spouse who has passed away, right, sometimes you may not be in a position to do some of the things on this list. And again, this is why we're always trying to foster the the idea of of better relationships, knowing who you're going to turn to in a time of crisis, knowing what the plan might be. You can't have everything nailed down. You, you just can't. But it would be nice to know some basic things that uh, would be handled by various people in a family or in a, in a circle of friends. Also, what the last wishes or, or, or instructions might have been for the person who passed away. We'll talk about a letter of instruction a little later on today. So uh, that's the, that's the whole idea. Here. Yeah, and those a lot of those are in our legacy file, right? right? A lot of these things you can do right now with you know there doesn't have to be some pressing, unfortunate death you know right in front of you. Yeah, here's a question that <laughs> I hate to say it, but it's what we talk about on this program. Uh, does your do you know if your loved one wants to be cremated or buried traditionally? Do what what cemetery that person might want to be in? Do you even know if they have a will? These right. are all right. things that really you really need to talk about, and if it's your spouse. You can have these conversations. They're not fun, but yes. you can have and them. And then go do something fun after that, right? <laughs> right. So a first step uh, is who to call and what to say when someone dies. Upon the passing of a, a cherished family member or friend, someone will have this unfortunate task of delivering the sad news to the, the world at large. How do you make that call? How do you deliver the unfortunate news? Well, it help, helps to obviously identify the people who are going to care about that. Make a list. And keep this in mind, it's important to identify the types of people known by the deceased, right? So you can fill in some of the names. It may not just be immediate family. It might not just be the obvious names that come to mind, but it could include uh, folks from family, obviously, right? All family members would need to know. It could be friends. It could be people at church. It could be coworkers, if the person's still involved in in working part-time or full-time. Uh, it could be uh, the employer, obviously, of that person. Frequent acquaintances, you know, it could be, let's say the person uh, regularly belongs to a club or goes to, you know, the the, uh, the there, Eagle Hall or right, something like that. Right, there could be volunteer organizations that they've, you know, lent a hand to that probably really appreciate this person. They'd probably like to know, too. Uh, professional relationships, uh, important here, too. Old friends, whom they may not communicate with anymore. How often has it happened where, you know, you suddenly learn of a death of somebody, maybe somebody you went to school with or something, and you're thinking, I had no idea. We can't possibly, despite Facebook and all these social media platforms, we can't possibly keep up with everybody for our entire life. But there are people who would care, who would want to know that. Right. And so think of that and and put those people in lists and try to be fairly judicious about, you know, making sure you get as many names as possible. Right. And when you're telling people, when you're delivering the news, there are some key points to keep in mind um, when you are the messenger of the news. So one of the things to keep in mind is that face-to-face communication is always best, if it's possible. Um, The emotional distress that someone's going to endure, especially if they're close family members or close friends upon hearing the news, is going to be reduced if you're able to deliver it in person. Obviously, it's not always possible or appropriate. You know, you can't fly across the country to tell an old friend, right? But uh, 
face-to-face is always better. And then prepare yourself for lots of questions. You know, it's quite common for people to rapid fire questions about everything related to the passing of the deceased. You know, you don't have to have all the answers, but do be prepared for some inquisition. In- including some nosy it, questions. Well, or maybe things that people shouldn't ask, they but they shouldn't don't ask. have a filter. They don't realize. They don't think. They're con- curious yeah, yeah. or whatever, you know, like, especially if it's sudden or they didn't know, say a person wasn't ill, but they just passed on. They're most frequently, a big question that people are going to ask is all around, well, how? How did that person pass away? And sometimes you're not in a position to really want to go through all that. Not to mention you just have a million things to do, right? So you could always assign somebody to to share that news, maybe even at the visitation or whatever celebration of life. Um, Another one would be to avoid the words dead and or died, right? Mm -hmm. Now, these words may be accurate, but they offer far less tact relative to some alternatives. And I agree with this. Instead, offer phrases such as so-and-so passed on or moved on or is no longer with us. These phrases are much easier for a grieved loved one to process and accept and will probably elicit a lesser emotional, you know, sad response. And these are just some ideas. We've got a lot more ahead here. So what, you know, you, you know someone, and, and let's say that person has died. Uh, and we can use that word because that's what we're talking about today. What do you do? What are some of the most important steps of getting through this time, even while dealing with emotions or temporarily suspending those for a time? What are the next steps? We'll continue with more in a moment, plus your calls today if you have your own ideas. You want to share? 457-1290. You are listening to There is a Season on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Wild Birds Unlimited. The fall bird seed sale is on at Wild Birds Unlimited in Kettering. Stop in and save on the best bird food at the best prices in town. All bags of seed are on sale. Our custom seed blends contain high-quality, fresh seed with absolutely no fillers. Offer our seed blends along with our wide variety of suet and cylinder products, and you're sure to attract a wonderful variety of beautiful birds to your yard. While you're getting great deals on the best bird seed in town, check out all the wonderful gift ideas we have for the nature lover on your list. Better yet, start making your own wish list for the holiday season. Be sure to meet all our new holiday seed characters. Birds love our lineup of fun bird food products, and they make adorable gifts. And don't forget, Daily Savings Club members save an extra 5% off the sale price of the best bird seed in town at Wild Birds Unlimited in Kettering at Far Hills and Stroop. Wild Birds Unlimited, we bring people and nature together. I'm finally getting Tom that beautiful timepiece he secretly wanted for years. But this is a special purchase, and I need a jeweler I can trust. For generations, exquisite brands like Rolex, Patek Philippe, Omega, and others have trusted James Free Jewelers. These brands select only the finest jewelers, ranked highest by industry standards, and recognized for their honesty and superior customer service. Experience excellence you can trust at 3100 Far Hills Avenue in Kettering and visit us online at jamesfree.com. At Trico, we know a thing or two about building things that last. We've spent the past 100 years focused on innovation, engineering, and manufacturing wiper blades designed for safety and reliability when you need it most. Which brings us to today. 
Introducing Trico's newest blade, Trico Max. 100% made in the USA and the only wiper blades built to last three times longer than average wiper blades. Switch to Trico Max today. Available exclusively at Advanced Auto Parts stores. The final Artistry in Wood show and sale is here, October 12th and 13th. Artistry in Wood is a perfect place to find unique holiday gifts, fine art, collectibles, furniture, and much more from some of the top wood carvers and woodworkers in the nation. For the last time ever, Artistry in Wood, October 12th, 10 to 6, and October 13th, 10 to 5, at the Roberts Center, just off I-71 in Wilmington. See us on Facebook at Artistry in Wood, Dayton, Ohio. Artistry in Wood, you don't want to miss it. Weather can change quickly. That's why you need a forecast you can trust. Storm Center 7 is the only local weather team with its own live Doppler radar, giving you the most accurate look ahead as storms develop. Indications on radar have shown rotation. And when time is critical, live Doppler 7 is two minutes faster. You want to be prepared now. Your team of severe weather experts dedicated to keeping you safe. That's Storm Center 7. Weather coverage you can count on. Stock market instability, volatility, and losing money is a big concern. But it doesn't have to be. With a structured retirement plan, you can protect your money and forward your financial progress toward retirement. You don't have to risk your future riding the stock market roller coaster. Call the Miami Valley's retirement resource and author of Income Allocation, David Gaylor at Tradewinds Financial Group, 800-385-0437. That's 800-385-0437. And tune in Saturdays at 3 for your game plan for retirement. Investment advisory services are offered through Precision Capital Management. And SEC registered investment advisor. Hi, welcome to the Subway ad for $4.99 meal deals. How would you like it? I'd like that with some blues. Sure. Dreaming of a six-inch sub inside of chips mm. plus 20 ounce drink to make it a hit. Subway is the answer for $4.99. Make it a meal that sound and real fine. Meatball marinara, spicy Italian too. Three other meal choices waiting for you. Subway, make it what you want. Limited time only at participating restaurants. Prices and subs included may vary. Additional charge for extras plus applicable tax. No additional discounts or coupons may be applied. Hey, what's up? It's Joel Patrick, and I don't have long because I'm up in a tree and I need to get back to work. But one of the things that you want to make sure when you're hiring a tree removal company, you got to make sure that just like their chainsaw, they have all their teeth. You also want to make sure that they're not shady and won't leaf a mess. Oh, there I go, leaving dad jokes again. You can count on our company, Joel's Pro Tree Service, to do the job right the first time. To schedule your free estimate, go to joelsprotreeservice.com. Once again, that's joelsprotreeservice.com. And remember, we'll go out on a limb for you. Mid-70s today, sunny skies. We'll see clouds increase tonight as we drop to the upper 50s. Tomorrow, scattered rain showers with highs in the low 70s. I'm meteorologist Kirsty Zantini on Dayton Severe Weather Station 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to an encore presentation of an Ask the Expert show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's news and talk. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's news and talk. Good morning again, and welcome to There is a Season. I'm Bob Wolf, And I'm Gloria Shanahan. And the number to join in today is 457-1290. We would love to hear from you. If you have any good tips or ideas, we're welcome to those. Yeah, we, we've got a very basic thing, uh, you know, in the course of life. Obviously, one of the parts of life is that we pass on, that we die. But a lot of us aren't prepared for that. And sometimes even when you may have taken some steps... Maybe you've worked with a funeral planning organization or you've had a few conversations about wills or, or, or uh, you know, trusts and things we've talked about in other programs. 
there's other details that just fall through the cracks and you're not ready. So this show is supposed to be a nuts and bolts uh, list of things that you got to think about when someone has died. And if you're not in a position to do them yourself, have somebody else who can help you out in that regard. Right. And and we're all for the proactive part of it, too. We're always talking about Figure that. Figure out yes. the things before So in our comes. opening segment, we talked about, you know, who to call, uh, you know, making a list by category, by, by type of person and let them know the news. And then uh, we were talking about what to say when you deliver the news. Try to be face-to-face about it. Prepare for lots of questions. Avoid the words dead or dying or died. And what are some others? Well, a couple more would be keep it short and simple. The sheer gravity of the news is going to overwhelm most people. You can tell them what happened, but just don't go too deep into it. Um, another one would be to give them space. Everybody reacts differently when someone passes on. Don't assume that a person wants a hug or wants you in their personal space, you know, to come over and comfort them. Allow them to choose where their boundaries begin and end when dealing with this sad news. Another tricky thing to do now is because we live our lives not just in the neighborhood or down the street, you know, uh, or in our family gatherings, there's social media, right? A lot of people are connected through that. So it's incredibly common that people want to post tributes, you know, honoring the death of someone they love. But remember, you're dealing now with very valuable, sensitive information that may belong to somebody else. And this is one you have to talk about ahead of time, right? Right. Because in today's world, it's common for consumers of social media to post touching tributes, honoring the death of someone that they loved. But here's the thing. Before you rush to, say, Facebook or Twitter to announce this unfortunate news, you really should consider the deceased first and ask yourself a simple question. Would they want their passing announced on social media for all to see? Some people would. Some people wouldn't. So try to figure that out if that's something that they would want done. And this is really where you have to have had the talk. Right. And if and if you do have the green light, perhaps from the family or something, you know, remember the stuff you put out there that could be most helpful. You want right. to be able to post days, times and locations of funeral service uh, or, or the burial. Uh, leave out the details about how someone may have passed right. away. Uh, make an honorable mention to uh, those who are survived by the person who, who passed on and pay a tribute to their time in the military if it's applicable. These are simple things you can do that kind of keep the story, I mean, gets the story out there, but keep it somewhat contained, right? They, they don't share a whole lot of details perhaps the family wouldn't want out there. So um, sometimes it helps to have a checklist. We're here to help you with that today to get you through one of the more difficult things in life, the passing of a loved one. What do you do when somebody dies? When we come back, we're going to talk about all kinds of things maybe you haven't thought about. Pets, financial matters, legal matters, funeral plans, and more. All of that is ahead right after the news. You are listening to There is a Season on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 930. I'm Jonah Abbey with a WHIO news update. Our top story we're following this morning. New allegations surfacing about a Beaver Creek High School principal placed on leave this week. The latest on that coming up. And plus, the impeachment talks continuing on Capitol Hill. What the president is saying. A meteorologist Kirsty Zantini. The first weekend that feels like fall. Will we see rain showers? Your forecast is coming up. Well, WHIO triple team traffic checking things out on those major freeways and the surface streets throughout the area. The freeways from what we're seeing now looking all clear and not seeing any new accidents in the last half hour either. 
And it's our top story. New allegations surfacing about the reasoning behind a Beaver Creek's high school principal being put on administrative leave. A woman claiming to be George Karras's wife posted on Facebook saying that it stemmed from a conversation with a student about a racial slur and its meaning. WHIO's Molly Kowick has team coverage. When the student got offended, Karras apologized, then called her parents to explain what had happened. The Facebook post also said Karras called the superintendent. Today, the school board wouldn't confirm why Karras was on leave. Well, that post went on to talk about a party that Karras's home had. Uh, the principal had a broke up after unwanted guests arrived from what the post reads. We'll be bringing more on this story as it develops. Well, the search for a missing Riverside mother continues. Texas EcuSearch is meeting today and will meet again tomorrow to continue the search for Cheryl Coker. Coker went missing a year ago on October 2nd, 2018, and she's now the subject of a homicide investigation. Texas EcuSearch is meeting in the Dayton Airshow parking lot this weekend off of North Dixie Drive in Vandalia. Searchers who want to help participate in that search must be at least 18 years old with a valid ID and dressed appropriately for the weather and wooded terrain. Now to Capitol Hill, where amid talks of impeachment, the president defending his phone call to Ukraine and his earlier invitation to China this summer. President Trump saying he has full right to ask foreign powers to investigate Joe Biden and his son Hunter. White House correspondent Ben Tracy. The former vice president fired back on Friday. Let's focus on the problem. Focus on this man, what he's doing that no president has ever done. No president. Well, the White House saying it wants Democrats to call a formal vote on whether or not to launch an investigation. Well, let's get a look at the most accurate and dependable forecast with meteorologist Kirsty Zantini. A cool morning. Most of us down in the low 40s. We'll see most spots get back into the mid-70s this afternoon. A beautiful day with plenty of sunshine. I'm meteorologist Kirsty Zantini on Dayton's Severe Weather Station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. A latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar looks all clear. A beautiful Saturday morning for us. 48 degrees in Troy, seeing 48 degrees in Springfield, 49 in Xenia and in Dayton at 933. With news on the hour, the half, and instantly when it breaks, I'm Jonah Adi on 1290 and 95. 7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. Depend on it. Typically, I have a plan for everything. Always have. So when retirement approached, I thought I had it all planned out. What to do, where to go, what to see, you name it. But as it turns out, I wasn't planning for the most important thing of all. My health. Luckily, Anthem Medicare had all the answers. They didn't just help me find a plan, they helped me find the right plan for me. Which means now, I can get back to planning the big things, small things, and everything in between. Anthem Medicare has an easy-to-use online shopping tool where you're only eight simple questions away from finding the perfect Medicare plan for you. Easily finding a plan. That's the benefit of Medicare from Anthem. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield is the trade name of Community Insurance Company. Anthem is a Medicare Advantage and prescription drug plan with a Medicare contract. Enrollment in Anthem depends on contract renewal. Wild Birds Unlimited. The fall bird seed sale is on at Wild Birds Unlimited in Kettering. Stop in and save on the best bird food at the best prices in town. All bags of seed are on sale. Our custom seed blends contain high quality fresh seed with absolutely no fillers. Offer seed blends along with our wide variety of suet and cylinder products and you're sure to attract a wonderful variety of beautiful birds to your yard. While you're getting great deals on the best bird seed in town, check out all the wonderful gift ideas we have for the nature lover on your list. Better yet, start making your own wish list for the holiday season. Be sure to meet all our new holiday seed characters. Birds love our lineup of fun bird food products and they make adorable gifts. 
And don't forget, Daily Savings Club members save an extra 5% off the sale price of the best bird seed in town at Wild Birds Unlimited in Kettering at Far Hills and Stroop. Wild Birds Unlimited, we bring people and nature together. This is Clark Howard here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. Own a Google Home device? When you get home, tell Google to play WHIO Radio. You're listening to an encore presentation of an Ask the Expert show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back to There is a Season with Bob and Gloria, the show about how we change, how we age, and how we care for one another. I'm the Bob part. And I'm the Gloria part. <laughs> and the number here in the studio is 457-1290. If you'd like to join in our conversation today about what to do when somebody passes away. Right. Uh, it, it, like we said before, it can happen suddenly. It can happen when you, when you know it's going to be happening so, sometime soon. And there's a lot of things that people don't talk about, they don't map out, and we're trying to give you at least a basic checklist. So we opened up by talking about some of the communication aspects of this, who to tell, what to tell, uh, how to be careful with that messaging, and so forth. Uh, a little later on the program, we're going to talk here about uh, some basic legal and financial uh, and funeral uh, planning issues. But first, here's something that you may not think about, but you know, what do you do? How do you make arrangements to care for or adopt out a surviving pet? When a pet owner dies, their animals need a place to go. Cars, houses, and other belongings can be sold. We're going to be talking about that uh, when we do an estate show here very soon. Mm -hmm. uh, when we get into that, you know, that's considered property, right? But pets are just like people, especially for the people who, who own those pets or, you know, raised those pets, cared for those pets, and they need a caring home to transition to. So here's the bottom line. For pet owners, their pets are basically like children, and they love them as such. Uh, the loved one who passes away would be heartbroken if the pet was not shown the same love and care as they were. So it's important to think of that person who passed away and how they would do anything to see that the pet gets proper care and a transition. So here are some steps you can do uh, to, to transition a surviving pet to a loving home. Check their will. We're going to talk about that in just a second here. Check the person who's passed away, that per the deceased's will, to see if they've included their pets, some instruction about that. Some pet owners do include their pets in their will. Yes. And then whomever you ask, verify that they have the financial needs to provide the food, supplies, grooming, and other expenses that are associated with owning a pet. Now, if they can't afford the pet, they should not accept the pet and or there should be provisions in the will, financial provisions to make sure that if they indeed would want the pet, that that is covered. In the short term, you could try to place the pet with some friend or family member who can care for it while you would try to place the pet in a permanent loving home. Another thing you might want to do is reach out to all family and friends. Um, and you could do this, you know, before you, you pass on, put this in your will, to see who would be willing to accept the pet on a permanent basis, again, assuming that they can afford it and that they indeed, you know, would like to have that pet. Now, if you can't locate anyone to take in a pet, make sure you utilize a no-kill shelter as a last resort. 
um, be sure to verify that the shelter has this type of policy. The Humane Society is a place that you could could check into. And um, um, every city in America has some sort of dog rescue Mm -hmm. that always would be willing to take the animal and would never put any animal down at any point. Um, Another place that I see a lot of signs for pets from people who have passed away is at my veterinary office. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes people there have lost a pet and they would like to replace a pet, but they don't want a puppy. They don't want something they have to train again. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, there's a pet that needs a good home. I, I have heard of that placement. Oh, I can't tell you how many times. Right. And and again, vets have a good you, you know, might be in a situation where you've got an aging relative or somebody is is you know in their in their golden years, their vintage years here and there's the question of what 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 will happen with that pet right. down the road. Oh yeah. Begin thinking about some of those things right now to say, okay, what are some channels? Where where can I look at uh, you know yeah. helping that pet, you know, have a, a future life in a loved environment, right? Right. right. Okay, so that's a little bit about pets. Now, one of the things that comes up, and we've talked about this a lot in our legacy file, is how do you deal with, you know, uh, accounts that have password protection? We have we live in an electronic world right now. Okay, not everything is on paper. If we had done the show ten years ago, fifteen years ago, we might have been talking about literal files that you got out of a file cabinet someplace. Uh, but a lot of times, uh, we we have our information locked up electronically, uh, and a lot of times you won't be able to access any sort of online account for most businesses unless you have. Uh, usernames and passwords and so forth. And we do do, you know, that is a checklist item that we put into the uh, the legacy file. Most providers will allow you to cancel a service with required documentation. Every business is different, so you can't expect the same uh, rules in, in all places. Uh, in the end, it's best to contact people to find out exactly what the requirements are with, with regard to an account. You can also search the topic on their website. Most of them today have a web page dedicated solely, solely to answering questions about what you can do when someone dies. Now, here are some of the p- places you got to think about. Email, right? Yeah. Need to know passwords. Passwords. You might Close have a Yahoo account. account, Gmail, Hotmail. Could be some other kind of you know Outlook. It could be something like that. Email is a place if you want to be able to get in there, kind of shut that down uh, so that there isn't you know, exposure to whatever that could come through that, you know, phishing, uh, I mean, viruses, other kinds of stuff coming through there. That and could places corrupt. have become more secure because of all of the hacking, right? Another thing you have to check into is their internet provider. Um, you know, there's a lot of different internet providers out there, but, you know, Time Warner Cable, Spectrum, AT&T, Comcast, CenturyLink, whatever it is, you need to find out what their uh, legal rules are about closing an account. Same with cable TV. Um, another one to think about would be their cell phone provider. Find out, you know, what you need to shut that down. Oftentimes with with some of these things we just mentioned, uh, especially the internet, the cable TV, and the cell phone provider, um, either the per- another person has to be on the account to be able to do anything, or you will need power of attorney um, that states, or a will that states that you are indeed the person that uh, is taking care of the estate. They're, they've become very, very strict due to recent uh, litigation that has come upon them for not being secure. And then we mentioned before the social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Those are things that you would want to look at and find out the passwords. And once again, be proactive have this stuff written down for your loved ones who are left behind. And and where where it's possible or where it makes sense and it's necessary to have a legal document and you consult a professional to do yep. that or, or even use something off, you know, an internet service, that's one thing. 
But even if you don't have all of that, you can have a notebook. You could have copies of a document with several family members that indicate some of this basic information. One of the most important things we put in our legacy file was the idea of a letter of instruction which can be as long or as short as you want it to be. Right. It could cover everything from I want to be cremated or I want this kind of a visitation or I want this to or, happen with my pet or I want... Or all my important papers are here. Right. Go look here. Yes. Because otherwise you spend... You're just spinning your wheels looking yeah. for stuff, trying to figure stuff yeah. out. It's a gift to so, the ones left behind. So many of those things that don't necessarily require a legal transfer of, of property right. or something like that should be in that letter of instruction. Right. Now, uh, with regard to funeral arrangements, we don't have enough time in this show to get into all of the things that you, you can think about with that. But that is obviously going to be a key thing, a dominant uh, theme that you need to be thinking about when someone has passed away. And there are a lot of elements to that that we'll cover more in depth in a future show. It's not an all uncommon for people to document their final wishes before the end of their life. Some people will go ahead and do that. In most cases, a funeral planning guide can be kept safe uh, you know, with that information in it, along with things like insurance policies, birth certificates, or house deeds. You know, if it's all in the same safe or the same drawer or whatever, that would be a great thing to be able to say, what are my wishes for, um, for a funeral? Now, um, there's a lot here in, ter- in terms of uh, what people need to do in terms of legal activity. So, you know, w- once you get past the final wishes part of this, the letter of instruction part of that, uh, that covers everything from, you know, I want flowers, a song, um, people to invite, you know, music colors, all that kind of stuff. Once you get past all of that, a will is a legal document that outlines what's to be done with a deceased's property. A will typically designates the owner's items such as real estate. We mentioned pets before, personal belongings, cash, investments, and a lot of other things. Whatever provisions are stipulated in the will are to be followed to a T it's best to consult an attorney. We've often recommended that in order to know how best to proceed with a will. Yes. Um, so another consideration is to make a budget for all of these final expenses. Now, technically, the deceased is responsible for paying their final expenses. And hopefully, they took steps to ensure that there were appropriate provisions in place to cover the financial aspect of their funeral. So think about this. This is how it sometimes unfolds. They may have set aside life insurance or cash specifically to cover end-of-life cost. But then again, they may not have. This is if you don't have the conversation, you, you don't know. Ultimately, the total money available for funeral costs could be a combination of burial, insurance proceeds, their cash, your cash, or money from another party. And either way, once you know the total amount of money you have specifically for the final expenses, you know, stick to your budget. Funerals can get really expensive really quickly. Right, Bob? Mm -hmm. And if you go to a um, funeral parlor and just start picking out every shiny object you see, you can quickly go over budget. So be mindful and committed to the wishes of the deceased and of your budget so that people don't overspend. We're uh, working off the article here, What to Do When Someone Dies, by Anthony Martin, who wrote uh, for Choice Mutual. Uh, an important topic. We've got a checklist of various things today. The next section we're going to kind of skip over here. It talks about planning an estate sale and clearing out belongings. There's a lot we want to share with you on that, but we don't want to steal the thunder of an upcoming show we have, which will deal with estate sales uh, in some depth. So here's another key thing to think about when somebody has passed on, and that is to get a death certificate. Yes. It's amazing how important this document is. It's uh, 
As a matter of fact, it could be the most important document you attain after someone has died because of its official declaration uh, that the person is no longer alive. It allows you to cancel bank accounts, utilities, claim a life insurance benefit, and much more. How does someone normally get a death certificate? Well, the, the person that prepares it is usually the organization that handled all the final arrangements, which would be a funeral home or a crematory. Um, they will usually prepare or they will prepare and formally file the death certificate. Um, so as you can see, this is not something that you personally can do. Um, another very important part of this would be to get copies of it. You will need multiple copies, so be sure to order hmm, about 10 you can order the death certificate copies from the entity who filed the death certificate, which would be potentially the funeral home, from the state where it was filed, or a third-party company that actually does it for you. They specialize in ordering copies of death certificates. Now, um, we often recommend you know, the, the help of an attorney and so forth. If you have somebody in the family who is particularly savvy and knows how to navigate a lot of this stuff with wills and so forth, more power to you. But we've often found that people wade into this stuff and it gets much more complicated. There's a lot more documentation and paperwork than they ever anticipated. So we mm. strongly encourage you to consider having someone who is a trust or an estate attorney help you out. When you get into probate, it's uh, easier said than done to get through all of that. Um, if you can consult the advice of an attorney, they'll basically tell you what you need to do step by step. You can completely relax in many cases because they'll know what to do with regard to their particular state, yeah. your area. Um, there's a lot, as I said, there's a lot of paperwork. Now, if you are uh, curious about what your probate process is in your area, there's a very good website and a guide to quickly access those rules. It's called everplans.com. Everplans.com is the place where you can look up this. And uh, if you decide you want to uh, go down this road without legal help, at least consult some sort of website or guide to help you with some of this. And what's a good website for that? It's called um, thebalance.com. Which has the some balance. of the, the pointers for how you can do this. So everplans.com will know the, the, the probate process in your state. And some of the legal advice for how to proceed through probate can be from thebalance.com. Right. But we do have to emphasize that having an attorney to guide you through the probate process and a will or trust, they're both very legal documents. And if not followed properly, you do open yourself up to liability and you do not want to make mistakes during this process. So just think about that. Yeah. So this is a quick checklist, what to do when somebody dies. Our podcast will be out at whio.com here in about a day or so. When we come back, we're going to talk more about some interesting shows coming your way, plus something very cool that you want to see on TV and some final thoughts. All that's still ahead when we continue. You're listening to There's a Season on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Hi folks, Pete Kasuji again here in Dayton, Ohio to tell you that you only have two more weeks to take advantage of our yearly fall cleanup sale. 
where you can save up to 50 to 70% on shade trees, fruit trees, dogwood trees, and we have over 2,000 trees ready to load, and 50,000 evergreens of all types, like emerald arborvitas, and thousands of flowering shrubs of all types. If you haven't finished landscaping your house or your business, this is a sale for you. We have what you're looking for at our garden center during this sale. We're at 1309 Brant Pike. Come and visit our one and a half acre greenhouses and our six acre nursery. I'll be looking for you. And remember, we're open seven days. It's time to fall into big savings at Grismer Tire. Now through November 13th, get up to $100 back by mail when you buy four eligible Firestone tires. Get a $60 Visa prepaid card by mail. Increase your reward to $100 when you use your Grismer credit card account. As always, get four free oil changes with the purchase of four new tires, lifetime balancing, and rotation included. Hurry in and get up to a $100 reward by mail on eligible Firestone tires. Grismer Tire, a legacy of trust since 1932. Some restrictions may apply. See store for details. The final Artistry in Wood show and sale is here, October 12th and 13th. Artistry in Wood is a perfect place to find unique holiday gifts, fine art, collectibles, furniture, and much more from some of the top wood carvers and woodworkers in the nation. For the last time ever, Artistry in Wood, October 12th, 10 to 6, and October 13th, 10 to 5, at the Roberts Center, just off I-71 in Wilmington. See us on Facebook at Artistry in Wood, Dayton, Ohio. Artistry in Wood, you don't want to miss it. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO is part of the iHeartRadio network. You can hear 1290 and 95.7 WHIO anywhere, anyplace, anytime on your smartphone or any other device. It's easy and it's free. Just download the iHeartRadio app and look for WHIO in Dayton. Then you'll be able to hear us around the world. The station that the Miami Valley relies on for news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Baby boomers have shared their frustration about how much tax they pay. Let me reverse that for you and put the emphasis on saving taxes. This is Chuck Oliver, founder of the Hidden Wealth Solution, and I've been helping clients for over two decades to get their retirement on track and avoid the tax traps. Daily, I see clients paying taxes needlessly instead of maximizing their financial future. Learn how to save unnecessary tax and optimize your retirement. Visit retirementprotected.com, retirementprotected.com. Detmer & Sons Heating and Air Conditioning has proudly served the Miami Valley for over 40 years. To celebrate, Detmer & Sons, a Linux premier dealer, is offering special financing for a limited time to those who qualify on select high-efficiency Linux systems. Every Linux product Detmer & Sons sells and installs has been engineered to deliver best-in-class comfort and efficiency. Call Detmer & Sons today at 937-879-2373 or go to DetmerSons.com. Detmer and Sons, where your comfort is our guarantee. Hi, welcome to the Subway ad for $4.99 meal deals. How would you like it? I'd like that with some blues. Sure. Dreaming of a six-inch sub inside of chips mm. plus 20-ounce drink to make it a hit. Subway is the answer for $4.99. Make it a meal that's sounding real fine. Meatball marinara, spicy Italian too. Three other meal choices waiting for you. Subway, make it what you want. Limited time only at participating restaurants. Prices and subs included may vary. Additional charge for extras plus applicable tax. No additional discounts or coupons may be applied. Want a beautiful new bathroom by the holidays? Let Rebath help you get ready. Call for a free Rebath in-home consultation and get a free safety package with your Rebath purchase. Call 937-755-1712. 
Need a U.S. passport? We can help. Hi, this is Mike Foley, your Montgomery County Clerk of Courts. Visit one of our convenient auto title locations in Huber Heights, Clayton, Downtown, Moraine, and Centerville. Make us your first destination before you travel abroad. No appointments ever needed. We do passports.com for more info. Mid-70s today, sunny skies. We'll see clouds increase tonight as we drop to the upper 50s. Tomorrow, scattered rain showers with highs in the low 70s. I'm meteorologist Kirsty Zantini on Dayton Severe Weather Station 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to an encore presentation of an Ask the Expert show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's news and talk. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's news and talk. Welcome back to There is a Season. I'm Bob. And I'm Gloria. We've been talking to Today about what to do when somebody dies. And if you uh, would like to learn more about that or check out the podcast, go to whio.com and look for the Ask the Expert series and our program, There is a Season Show with Bob and Gloria, and you'll see a recording of this show in a couple of days. Now, we've got some great programs coming your way here in the next several weeks. We're going to be talking about estate sales, which is one of the things we touched on here today. We're also going to do a show or two on marijuana. In our area, it's become sort of the forgotten drug, despite uh, all the talk about legalization and dispensaries and all this. We've had the opiate crisis here, which has kind of uh, overshadowed this. But we're going to be talking about the addiction and counseling side of the, the story, but also how today's marijuana is leading to an increase in psychotic behavior and crime. Also, we remember the 75th anniversary of D-Day, the invasion of Normandy to save Europe and the world. We're going to have guests from the National Museum of the U.S. Air Force and the foundation that supports the museum, that's coming up your way very soon, so you want to be able to catch those shows. And what else do we want to say here about Memorial Day? Okay, so we just want to remind you, we do every year, to uh, check out the National Memorial Day concert, which is Sunday from 8 o'clock until 9.30 Eastern Time, and that's on PBS. It is one of PBS's highest-rated programs. It's a multi-award winning television event that has become an American tradition it honors the military service and sacrifice of all our men and women in uniform, their families at home, and those who have made the ultimate sacrifice for our country. It is one of the most moving television it's programs that yeah. I have ever, I watch it every year. So that would be Sunday night on PBS, and it's live from the West Lawn of the U.S. Capitol, 8 o'clock, Sunday, this Sunday. Great thing for you to watch with, uh, with, with your, your family, family, with kids, yeah. grandparents, whatever. So be sure to catch that. That'll do it for us today. Remember, dear friend, seek grace in every step and never regret growing older. It is a privilege denied to many, like many who died for our country. For our dear, my dear friend and co-host, Gloria Shanahan, for our producer, Javon, and everyone who makes the show possible, I want to thank you for being here. Really appreciate that. You've been listening so there is a season on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's news and talk. Have a blessed week.